Jersey, Judah, back with a break time exclusive, another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Where's my sound at? Here we go. Here we go. Um, we're going to do a quick episode. I got literally an hour. Not going to waste time. I want to go over this Doc Rich video. I stopped believing they have our best interest. And here's one of the reasons why, I think. Here's another reason why. Um, I was supposed to go over this yesterday. But as you guys know, work, coming home from work, finally getting a chance to do something for the afternoon, similar to tonight. Good news is, I'm grab my fucking blunt. What the? Good news is, I got off tomorrow, so I'm gonna be dedicating a lengthy episode for you guys. But for right now, man, we're just gonna jump right into it. Little time to waste. Let's see what we got here, man. Doc Rich, he back. Gravely concerned about the extreme behaviors that we are seeing across the district. I've been a teacher in the district for 17 years, and recently I have seen an increase in the amount of disruptive and to be honest, disturbing behaviors in our student population and an utter lack of consequences. As an educator and a mom of four RUSD students, I am outraged at the amount of defiance, disrespect, and outright abusive behaviors that our students are displaying. I am concerned for the mental well-being of students and teachers who are witnessing these extreme behaviors. Teachers are being physically assaulted, students screaming and cursing in class, students damaging school properties in fits of rage, students eloping, forcing schools to lock in, students threatening. Jesus, what school are they at? The blacks, gotta be a black school. Now y'all know I work at schools. I work not as a teacher, people, so don't worry. God forbid if somebody like me becomes a teacher. What the? But no, I'm not a teacher or anything like that. You know, so let people know. Don't freak out. All right. But um, I worked at a couple of schools. One of the schools I've worked in could have possibly been the worst school I've ever seen. And it didn't come down to the building or anything like that. It just came down to the kids. The teachers were careless. And they did whatever the fuck they wanted to do. Destroyed the entire school. And when I was there at the time, it was pretty much brand new. People fucked the school up. It was predominantly black. Some Hispanics, like a speckle of white. Mostly black folks, man. So when this lady is talking about what they're doing in the school and shit, it just makes me think of that job three years ago. Jesus. Students threatening violence upon our schools. The list goes on. I am concerned for the emotional damage this is causing students who bear witness to these alarming acts, as well as my fellow colleagues who have to deal with these unsafe and fundamentally wrong behaviors daily. How can anyone teach or learn in this type of environment? 
my high schoolers have told me several times this year that they do not want to attend pep rallies because there have been threats made. Wow. How can I help calm their nerves when I agree that they are unsafe to attend when students making threats are allowed back into our schools? I ask you, what is the district doing with our concerns? Every RUS teacher that I have spoken with is frustrated with a lack of disciplinary action or follow through. I've been told for years that we are developing a plan. What are we doing to support students and staff being terrorized by these extreme behaviors now? <laughs> Teachers are reporting behaviors to the chain of command for students to return with little or no consequence. A teacher was being physically assaulted by a student and when she brought the complaint to admin, she was told that the district could provide her with protective gloves for her to wear while she was working with this student. <laughs> oh God, I'm smoking. I'm on break, I'm getting high. But um, it always, it never surprises me. And now I get it in terms of where, you know, a fucking, you know, a, a teacher has had enough of, you know, a motherfucking student putting their hands on them, doing all this shit. And it's like, they end up punching the motherfucker in the face or pushing the, or just pushing the student back and the student gets fired. Now I see... I see the plight now. Cause really, man, these fucking these fucking um these parents don't teach their kids shit. So yeah, you can blame the child, but where does the child come from? The parents. You know, what can the parents provide? A proper upbringing, discipline, learning what's right and what's wrong, and learning the consequences of doing things wrong and the benefits of doing things right. It's no wonder, right? If you really think about it, it's no wonder why some of these teachers lose their fucking mind. Not the students, the teachers. You know, I hate to I hate to bring this up, but it will come a time where there'll be a school shooting. And I want y'all to think about this. There will be a school shooting, right? And the school shooting will be a teacher. The teacher's going to be doing the shooting. They lost their minds. The students are going crazy. And look, man, I've seen, I've seen tons of videos. I think there was one video of this black, this black girl. I call her a girl because she's a student. This black girl, I'm guessing in high school sprays a white teacher in the eye with pepper spray because he took her phone because the bitch shouldn't have had a phone in the goddamn classroom he gets pepper sprayed he gets maced by a student in high school fucking fucking clown world guys fucking clown world <coughs> and who's going to discipline who's disciplining the students should this I mean and think about it this is kind of like a catch-22 like should the should the school system really be responsible for reprimanding and disciplining your child or should it be the parents responsibility 
But then it gets kind of it gets kind of cloudy in that category, right? Because these parents are too busy trying to be like the goddamn kids. What the? Nobody learns. Nobody learns anything in school. We all know this. And if you wanted to learn anything, and I'm saying this as a black person, right? <coughs> Any black person of genuine intelligence is immediately outcast in most situations. To a point where the black begins to deal with people that will deal with him, which are usually, in this case, white folks. They say, hey, man, you're smart. We'll hang out with you. You seem different. We'll hang out with you. We'll include you. That's white folks. I hate to say it. And the reason why I say I hate to say it is because it has been used against them later on. They're too fucking inclusive. Now it's all about, you know, being fucking cheesy and shit. It's seeming like, like to be, to be a person, right, who's tolerable to everybody. They're inclusive with everybody. It becomes a fucking trend. You know that. It's a fucking trend, guys. Most people aren't really like that. It's the reputation that comes with it. But when you have these teachers now, they can't even discipline the students. <clears throat> shit, it's getting to a point where it's damn near it's, it's damn near time to bring back, you know, Catholic school treatment. Start whipping these students' asses, man. They they need their ass whooped. Parents ain't doing it. Parents probably usually ain't around. Bunch of fucking deadbeats. So they got all this anger, all this aggression, all this misguidance, and then they let it all out at the schools. Okay. They meet other people in similar positions and they both act up. Imagine that just in one classroom. Nobody's learning because of two badass kids that weren't fucking raised properly. Now everybody's going to going to miss out on a lesson. What the? This is just one example. <laughs> what? Oh, my goodness. Despicable. Oh, my goodness. This this is absolutely insane. Despicable. We need Uncle Trump back yesterday. Oh, this is Trump. ridiculous. <laughs> Any student being disruptive should be taken out of class immediately, and Uncle the rest Trump. of the students should be able to carry on. There shouldn't be a oh yeah we'll 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 give you some protective gloves. So what you, you hand a teacher boxing gloves or something? Like, <laughs> you expect the teacher? To- Listen, this is this is where we need to get back to our roots. I'm talking about like pretty much gladiator cage fighting type of ordeal where it's like, oh, okay. Y'all two got problems. All right. Both y'all, y'all got problems. All right. <clears throat> Especially gym class. Cause like I said, there's somewhere in the world and I'm guessing like down South where these motherfuckers like in gym class, if motherfuckers are arguing or people are arguing back and forth, they're about to fight the gym coach grabs the kids they go they go into the back the locker rooms they hand these niggas here here's boxing gloves here's the head protector here's a mouthpiece y'all niggas fight it out the right way and y'all shake hands after and get the fuck over it 
That's how things would traditionally be done back in the day. They softened all these kids up. So now they're all pent up with aggression and anger and they don't let it out uh, by finding an outlet, physical activity. They let it out emotionally. They let it out verbally. And then what happens then? You know what happens. The societies on head meds, soft, weak, pathetic, especially the men, the young boys, they never had a chance, man. A lot of these younger men coming up, they'll never see it coming and they never had a chance to begin with. And it's fucked up to say that, but it is what it is. God, as long as as long as the spirit of God is within them, there will always be a way. But from the beginning, man, they didn't have a shot. There's a lot of people that I know are new. Thank God. They really didn't have a full deck. They didn't start off with a, they, they started off with half a hand. You understand? Like, like shit like that. And I don't mean literally, but you guys get where I'm going. <clears throat> Terrible upbringing. Parents didn't give a fuck. Mother didn't give a fuck. Father, a fucking question mark. You don't even know the fucking father, right? Situations like that happen everywhere. <clears throat> and a lot of people don't understand that that cause and effect to that child, to that child's upbringing, to that child's maturity, to that child's education, it's 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 astronomically different. Nobody wants to admit that. Here is just the educational, the educational effect, right? Like, okay, whatever comes with like the attitude, outbursts, and shit like that, it starts at the home. That's common fucking sense. There ain't no other excuse <clears throat> for why a motherfucker would act out in school the way that a person acts out if it doesn't start with the home. This is why guidance counselors are a thing and the guidance counselor keeps in touch with <clears throat> the guidance counselor keeps in touch with the parents <clears throat> just in case anything happens. Oh, he he had another outburst today or some stupid shit. They're just back be- they're just frothing at the mouth to get your child on fucking medication. That's really the reality of it. Oh, he's acting up. Oh, he's hyperactive. We'll get him on medication. Most men are, most boys are hyperactive. Give me a fucking break. If a, if a boy isn't hyperactive, it's almost a problem. Like why this kid, <clears throat> and, and you'll notice it. It's fucked up, but you'll notice it. When you, when you live in that, when you lived in that moment, or when you've been there before, or you 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 go like I said, I live by a school. You go to a parking lot, or you go to the school. You look out during recess. Everybody's playing, and there's that one kid that's on the ground just sitting there. You you don't look at everybody as hyperactive. You look at the child that's by himself, right? Because that's in more of a social setting, right? Recess, and. These kids today, man, like I said, they just don't have a, they don't have a fair, they don't have a fair shot, man. This is why school choice would be so important, right? Or just sort of like this weird, it's almost how vocational school is. It's almost how a trade school is where a child early on, you know, in a way he kind of has the ability, gives that freedom of, hey, pick your own class, 
Oh, you want to learn math, you want to do this, you want to do that. But it still equals out. <clears throat> but I also think, like I said, back to the parenting, it's the parenting. And like I said, there wouldn't be any such thing as a guidance counselor if it wasn't for badass kids that had poor parenting. Boxing with students? I'm confused. I'm confused. So your response to violence is more violence? That's what resource officer. Nah, this nah, see, he got it all fucked up. <clears throat> see, we're talking about we're talking about young boys. Who, to be honest, I didn't get into too many fights, but I got in enough fights to like I understood the concept of fighting. And once you understand the concept of fighting, you learn as an individual what is worth fighting for you understand um i've seen people fight over madden football games the blacks i've seen niggas fight over madden i've seen niggas fight over uh nba 2k i've seen niggas fight over a bowl of cereal and i swear to god i'm not lying about either one of those things that i mentioned not lying about either example i just want to throw that out there but as you get older when you're young, <clears throat> it sounds bad, but you kind of want to, you know, take risk. If you're young, take a fucking risk. That's how, I, that's how I see it. You may ruffle some feathers. You may fight, especially if you're a man, young boy. You're going to fight. It is what it is. I think today, uh, society in a lot of ways has gotten so weak, yet so extreme that there's a group of there's a large group of people right that wouldn't fight or a large group of people that like if someone attacks them they won't they won't defend themselves like idiots there's there's those people in large numbers and there's also people who just resort to shooting and stabbing one another so it's a mixture of two and there's not those in the middle that go yo you're not going to treat me this way you know I'm willing to fight over it you know fisticuffs but then you got cowards that just want to shoot guns. And look, I'm not. And when I say cowards that shoot guns, I'm not talking about the people that are armed to defend themselves. I want to specify that right away. All right. I'm black. Niggas got to defend themselves, man. Shit's terrible. And look, I'm on the other end. I'm on the other end of this whole um, pro-black shit. I'm on like the opposite end without cooning, without tap dancing, without cutting a rug. None of that. I just shoot from the hip. Just like this concept, like this video or just this episode was just off the top because I already knew I had like a smooth hour. So now I got a good 57 minutes left. <clears throat> so I got to be on point. Good news is this will at least be over an hour, so we'll get over this. But then, like I said before, though, <clears throat> the this this concept or just the the logic behind the Second Amendment, right? It outweighs all the other extremes that these other folks, the opposition, wants to come up with. All right, the lunatic leftoids will say that guns are bad, and my thing is. Guns are guns. That's just what it is. The same person that can pick that gun up and kill a thousand people can be the same person that picks up the gun and protects the thousand people. All right. But we all 
we've all been sort of controlled by this belief that number one, disarming the citizens is good. That's that's the number one mistake that this country uses. And they pick and choose with the First Amendment and the Second Amendment when they want to use it and how they want to use it. Right. I was listening to a, I was listening to an old Opie and Anthony uh, episode back from like 2010. And I think Colin Quinn was on there with him. He white. He an Irish. I think he's Irish. A Mick. You know, <clears throat> a Mick. You know what I'm saying? I got Irish in my family, nigga. So I'm allowed to say that. Fucking cancel me over that. I got I got photo evidence, my nigga. <laughs> but yeah, they had Colin Quinn, uh Colin Quinn's short Mick ass. Um Jimmy Norton, who looks like a fucking he just looks deformed. He's funny as hell though. He what? He funny, but he's he looks deformed. Looks retarded. And then you got Anthony Cumia, a fucking psychopath guinea. With a hatred towards the blacks, which I'm being sarcastic. That nigga's funny too. They're all funny. But they were talking about cancel culture and shit. And what was mind blowing was how I had like, yo, this shit is back. Like you had you had um Patrice O'Neill, who was on Opie and Anthony a lot for like I think four or five years straight. But um <clears throat> it got to a point where when you listen to these, and I and I advise people to listen to Opie and Anthony. You can still listen to them on YouTube. They got full episodes. They got the greatest, best of, worst of compilations. You name it. It's all it's all on the internet, kids. All right. So search away. That's Radio Gold right there. They were talking about cancel culture, and I was listening to this earlier while I was working because we're finally doing the best part of the fucking job, which is just the floors. But I I was listening and they were talking about how shows like All in the Family and like shows that wouldn't last a fucking pilot. Half the fucking pilot would be blackened out because society is so sensitive and society can't take a joke. And everybody, including myself, is a part of this society. It's those who are within the society who understands that, you know, we're kind of being lied to. And it's just the propaganda. America's weak. America's pathetic at this point. And I'm a nationalist. I bleed red, white, and blue. Okay. But my point is the comedy and things that were just absurd and offensive, it was instantly seen as a joke, right? It wasn't directly made to offend those but the people have gotten so sensitive and then you listen to guys like Pryor, you listen to guys like Carlin, uh, George Carlin um, who are they talking about in this episode oh man I know his last name is Hicks, I don't know his first name though but you guys, especially the white people y'all know who I'm talking about they were talking about um, that guy, something Hicks, Bill Hicks, I think. I want to say Bill Hicks. And I remember a lot of his shit. And his shit was like uh, borderline. It was still PC, but it was it was kind of like it was still funny too, right? 
And like comedians, like even like stand up comics, like they're not, they wouldn't like, like a Richard Pryor wouldn't last. And you have to think about it like that. A Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, raw, delirious version of Eddie Murphy wouldn't last. It would not, it would not stand the test of time with this shit going forward. Especially of, you know, that month of the year. And, and like people are easily offended and and how they were talking about cancel culture, you know, 2010. And then you just you just have a tsunami, a shitstorm. Everybody. And like I've always said, everything ain't for everybody. I, I view myself as more. Not open. Uh, What's the word I'm, I'm looking for? more organic when it comes to conversation and even like, like comedy, I I can mention probably more funny white comedians than I can black comedians, but that's just my outlook of what I see as funny. I think with this whole cancel culture thing, it was also some sort of, it's a weird double standard racially when it comes to comedy because black comedians can talk about white people till the cows come home when the whites start making jokes about the blacks it it becomes a big fucking deal and we gotta cancel this guy cancel that guy but blacks we talk about white folks every day i talk about white folks every day they're funny they're funny in the sense of their comedy but they're also funny to make fun of that's why when I see when white people laugh at like ghetto black folks, I think it's funny because it's a spinoff to how I feel about them. But it's no, I don't have hatred for them for it. I think they're funny. Some of them say funny shit. Some of them do funny shit. They're more, they're more light when it comes to humor or when it comes to like being all dramatic and shit, loud and fucking disrespectful. Like the like 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 a lot of stere- like how they would feel when it comes to the stereotypical black, right? The stereotypical black for them is pants sagging, um loud, disrespectful. In some form they want to point out the laziness of blacks, like, yeah, we knew it. You know, cause that's how they look at it. I look at whites like almost The best way I can describe it, and the best comparison that I can use, is one of the fa- one of my favorite TV shows growing up as a kid. And I'm mentioning it now because I'm a fucking idiot and I'm a piece of shit. But it's the best example, right? Say by the Bell. I look at white people like Screech or uh, Mr. Belding, nigga. Like, there's no in between, realistically, between. Screech, which is just a nerdy square who's a creep, right? And Mr. B- uh, 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 Belding, is it Mr. Belding? Which is this old white balding guy. He's like out of touch with what's going on in society. He ain't hip. He don't know what's going on. He don't know what's going on with the blacks, especially the conservative blacks. We waking up. They don't know. They don't know what's going on with us. They only see stereotypes. So for me, the white, the ultimate white stereotype would be that dynamic of 
Zach Morris doesn't exist, right? Because Zach Morris is almost like unrealistic in terms of number one, he breaks the fourth. He's like one of the only people. Now that I think about it, he brings the he he breaks the fourth wall religiously in all the episodes. He's the only one, and this is some gangster shit if you think about it. He's the only one that's in tune with the audience. Everybody else is literally just characters. They don't look at the camera. They don't they don't have any catchphrases for the fucking, you know, for the for the audience. It's only Zach Morris. AC Slater is a representation of pretty much a Hispanic or a black, right? He knows how to dance. He's a fucking athlete and all that all that goofy shit, right? But there's no there's no Zach Morris. There's only Mr. Belding the principal and screech that's my stereotype so when i where i'm at it's a bunch of mr beldings right old guys you know what i mean i'm around old white mostly right wing blue collar guys 8 to 9 hours a day i don't necessarily have a problem with it i i prefer it more than young fucking self oppressed liberals it's disgusting can't stand them Right, school officer comes to the classroom, take the student out. The student is then suspended for a period of time, then allowed back to the school. You do it again, you are completely kicked out. Don't come back. You get one time, and that's it. And really, that 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 might be a little too much. I, I'm being, I feel like I'm being a little lenient here. I feel once again, it's being done intentional. You're being way too lenient. Whatever, yo, gym class, they acting up. Oh, they pushing and shoving. Oh, y'all wanna, y'all wanna box? Okay, hold up. Gym teacher, he go in his trunk. Everybody's thinking he's pulling out a gun or a Mac ten. Some stupid shit, you know. He probably black. He black, probably black. He like y'all gonna scrap, but y'all gonna scrap in a in a safe, orderly fashion. Put on the block uh, boxing gloves, and I added the head protectors just 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 to throw it in there. You know the head protectors. You put those on. Growing up, I took martial arts, and um. I took Tang Sudo and we did a lot of sparring. And I was known for the for the sparring techniques, the crescent kick. Alright? I was known for those. Alright? Notorious. We had head protection gear. You had the pads for your shins. You had the pads for your elbow and for um yeah, for pretty much your elbow and your arms. You had the little gloves, although we had light contact. When we used to move around, because I used to move around like that, going back and forth to like Mount Pocono and shit to do like little tournaments and shit, they would have medium slash um, high contact or heavy contact, but they had their protection on. But niggas was getting knocked out, man. It got serious. But you're looking at scrubs. In my time... This, this is at a time where a seventh grader looked like a seventh grader. You understand? Like, they looked like scrawny teenagers. You know what I mean? Young adolescents. Today, I don't know what the fuck. They're just, and they're in shape. Some of them are in shape. A lot of them are just overweight and weak. You can easily offend them. There's an anti, I mean, I don't know. Like, this whole, and this is going to make me sound like a bad guy, but like, 
I'm kind of like on the fence with this anti-bullying shit, right? Because like, I think it it almost antagonizes those who are going to pretty much bully any fucking way, right? It just made all the people bullied weak. Oh, you're gonna snitch, punch this motherfucker in the chest or something, dude. I know this sounds bad and toxic, but this is how this is how men grow up. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what the fuck they've been watching, listening to. Disgusting, weak. It's appalling. It's like, yo, I've seen I've seen situations where you know a kid gets pushed and he starts crying or whatever, and just just blatantly rats it, just rats the other guy out and shit. And then he just goes into the hallway, gets get his ass beat anyway. Now you told. Now you gotta get beat up. Come on, man. Come on, man. Ass Biden, corn pop. He didn't stand down. He didn't let Corn Pop bully him. Joe Biden? You fucking kidding me? Sleepy Joe? No, he pulled out the rusted blade. Allegedly. Sleepy Joe pulled out the rusted blade on Corn Pop. He was like, I'll shank you. Corn Pop was black, so I'm sure he used some offensive language. A derogatory term here or there. A nigger here. A spook there. Something like that. You know Biden. Biden didn't stand down against Corn Pop. This is why I don't got kids. Because I, I, I'm i just too... I, like, I don't got time for it. I'm teaching... I'm teaching son... I'm teaching my son how to do, like, spinning back kicks by the time he's five. Not that I would leave, but I would want to be able to leave the house. And he has everything. He knows where everything is at. He's not carrying a gun. What do, what do you think? I am a lunatic. He'll have a crossbow. Okay? He's going to have a crossbow. He's not going to have a gun. What do you think I am? A maniac? He's going to have a crossbow, a pair of nunchucks. Okay? Switchblade protected. He's going to know what's hot, what's cold, what's right, what's wrong early. And he's going to be a problem. Anybody that attempts to bully you, you punch him in the fucking neck. That's the first thing you do as a kid. What consequences are you really going to have? Punch him in his fucking neck. And just stand there and look at him afterwards. But be ready, because he's going to probably come swinging after. I mean, I tell him, I, I would I would do more, I would prefer more of a judo chop down downward towards the neck so it reaches the nerve of where his shoulder is at and just shuts everything down. So even if he tries to come at you, he can't. He's like temporarily... You know, some type of, you know, technique. I don't know what type of technique I would teach him yet. I would teach him like, you know, Tang Sudo, like the first, the first five belts. Like, you, I'm, I'm going to stop at purple, nigga. Like, you're going to have to make a decision. Not purple. I'm going to stop at, at, at blue. So you're going to have to make that decision. If you're going to go all the way there and become a samurai, are you just going to sit back? And be a bitch and be bullied. Get the fuck out of here. I heard about my nephew not too long ago. He told I, it was funny to me. I thought I thought it was funny, which is why I didn't have the conversation with family about it because I would have just laughed. He told a kid like if he touch him again, he said some shit. If he touch him again, he's gonna he's gonna backhand him or some shit. And I just started laughing. This shit's funny to me. Good. He learned it from somewhere. 
Ain't nobody fucking with him. Good for him. He's young too. He's like he's like five or six. All right, he's willing to defend them, defend himself. Whole family is having a fucking nervous breakdown over this shit. And I'm just trying to figure this out. Like, was he supposed to be a bitch? Right? Was he supposed to be weak and cry and and tell the boy, leave me alone? No. You stand your ground right away. Anything that comes after that, I mean the spinning back kicks and all that, that's that's defense. We're talking basic chops, like chops to the neck. You know, just a small, like, <laughs> just like a small, light chop to the throat, like one of those, <coughs> one of those, <laughs> one of those <laughs> like one of those, like light but very quick and intimidating chops to the throat that just temporarily shuts them down. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. I just picture like uh, my nephew or just some little kid just chopping a, another kid in the throat. <laughs> it's so fucked up, but it's funny, right? Just think about it. You know, teach these kids. This is what you really do. If you're a thug, if you have that mentality, like, all right, I'm not having my kid being pushed around like a bitch. I'm not having that happen. I'm training these young niggas martial arts right away, early. Don't let anybody intimidate you, you know? Somebody tries to grab him, kick him right in the dick. That's the first. That should be like field goal kick. Right in the jewels, man. Instant. Oh, but they want to teach these these boys and shit about homosexuality and all this other perversions and nonsense. Nope. We're bringing you straight to the fucking octagon. They're learning choke holds, triangle chokes. They're learning all types of shit. They're going to learn how to break people's arms. It's going to be the most extreme but necessary move that would ever be made in history in America. Because I would just, I would imagine Russia, for some reason, Russia is already ahead of this shit. They probably got like five-year-olds doing jujitsu by now. The reason why I see it's being done intentional, and the only reason why I don't completely feel like like a conspiracy theorist, is because there's a lot of things all happening at the same time. All happening at the same time. While outside of the U.S., you have these powers that are combining together. It seems like they're building up their strength. And then within the U.S., it feels like we're tearing ourselves apart. All at once. It's like a death by a thousand cuts. What did I just say? Isn't that amazing? I didn't listen to this, by the way. <clears throat> I've had this video on cuff for a while. Didn't listen to it because I wanted to go over it eventually. Didn't know that they were talking about schools and all this shit, but I pretty much said it already. I mean, the country right now is in a weak state. Other people, when they when they see and think of the United States, they don't think of this strong, unstoppable um, sort of impossible, untouchable country anymore. They look at us as a joke. Just a clown show. They look at our president, they say, okay, he's weak, he's pathetic. I don't know how many times I'm going to say this in the episode, but I will, because I don't give a fuck. He's a weakling. They're not looking at a president like Trump. They're not looking, They're not even looking at Obama, right? Because he can walk, he can function, you know what I mean? 
You know, he had a good sense of style. You know, he had the walk, had the talk, but didn't have the action. But at least he was a decent representation. Look at Biden. Give me a fucking break. Who's looking at the country and saying, oh, we better not piss these people off. They see Joe Biden stumbling, falling every fucking way. Son's a goddamn crackhead, allegedly. But that's just my humble opinion. Y'all let me know how y'all feeling in the comment section. Also, question of the day. You might have already heard the question of the day, but I'm going to ask again. What event or situation caused you to become Republican? Let me know in the comment section. Was it a graduate? All right, so I'll just stop there. Number one, may be a surprise to some people, may not be to others. I do not, and I repeat, I do not consider myself to be a Republican. This doesn't mean that I am just gun-ho against the Republicans. I know the history of the Republicans. So with that being said, knowing the history of the Republicans, seeing more sincerity within the Republicans towards the blacks, especially today, more today than ever before, especially under Donald Trump, I would say that I am more than likely to vote Republican going forward just without me myself having to identify as a Republican. I can tell you that I am a strong conservative. My beliefs are pretty much aligned with that. And due to that, I guess by proxy or by default, some would just throw me into the radical Republican or MAGA Republican category, which I don't care. But buy me a MAGA hat and I'll probably wear it. Buy me some Trump merch and I'll probably wear it. Why the fuck not? I don't give a shit. But I never I never reached the stage where I've actually said to myself, I'm a Republican. Now, I represent the original. Damn, this bitch got an ass. Hold up one second. I'm black. She had body on her. Anyway, I don't consider I, I've never reached a point where I was like, oh, wow, I'm a Republican. But I have reached a point where it's like, wow. I don't agree with these liberals. I don't agree with most Democrats on any level, actually. Now that I think about it, the only exception that I've had, just to be uh, more fair and realistic about it, would be more of a Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Just, 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 just because, right? Like, if anybody, if a Democrat's going to continue to run, or start even a new chapter within it, why not be Robert F. Kennedy Jr.? To me, personally, he represents more of an old-school liberal, similar to his father and uncle, more tolerable, which would actually be more of an enemy to the establishment left. And I've said it before, and I say it again, he's just on the wrong party. He's on the wrong party. Or not even that, he just has... He has too much of the recollection of how corrupted things really are and how corrupted things were. And I think he would be a threat to the left. But my journey was not more. It wasn't even based. It wasn't even based 
directly on politics when it comes to policy. It was uh, social politics or just a viewpoint or a thought. Hey, things should be this way or no, things should be the other way or just looking at things for what it is rather than where it comes from and then coming up coming up with a conclusion from it from what a person is saying rather than the person themselves and this is what happens when you had the left who became very radical in their ways of thinking and began to vote with emotions instead of vote with any form of logic and reason it became a disaster they got in a guy who didn't know what the fuck he was doing still don't know what the fuck he's doing and it's a constant reminder to these people. Every time this man um, verbally stumbles, physically stumbles, it's a reminder to them that this is what you get for voting with feelings instead of voting with facts. The last person, whether you get, whether you people like him or not, did more for the country, had less gas prices. I think he had like close to record low gas prices. I got to look that up. Verify, if you will. But don't take my word for it. Thing <laughs> Where you just got a little tidbit here, tidbit there. I forgot I was stopping that then. Stopping it right there. This bitch came back out. Oh, she got a minivan. So, you know, she ain't shit. Bitch, bitch, pull up. I don't care how big of an ass she got. Bitch pull up in a goddamn minivan. I'm, I'm thinking this bitch is trying to set somebody up. You know what I'm saying? This is just me. I'm black. Looking at it like that, bitch going into a minivan. I don't care what race you are. You going into a minivan, you ain't worth shit. You shouldn't be talking shit about a goddamn person. Should be peacefully living your fucking life. But you know women can't do that. They always got to be in somebody business. What the? It's fucking hoe. You know what I mean? But yeah, my, my journey was more of a... It connected through spirit, but it started as uh, if intellectual, if you will, right? Uh, learning something that other people may not have been taught or other people just simply don't know about. And then some people are so ignorant and blind that they just don't care about it. They will just support something that is blatantly false through evidence, through research, through, through resources, but they don't, they don't care about that. It's all an emotional attachment and this bleeds into comedy. This, this is why I mentioned that earlier with Opie and Anthony, their clip, they were talking about like cancel culture and, you know, 2010, they were talking about this. Look at what's happening today. And I can tell you how old it was. And a lot of the gamers will understand it. The episode was so old that they were talking about how good Red Dead Redemption 1 was and how realistic and, and beautiful it was. That's how old the clip was. All in the family. Um, What's that nigga's name? What's the white nigga's name on that? Archie Bunker, right? That nigga wouldn't exist today. You fucking kidding me? It's clown world shit. So it's like this weird, unfunny, politically correct comedy show 
in which they need a laugh track. They need to add laughs because there's no humor that any functional human being would look at and find humorous. It's disgusting. I'm sick of it. Can't be racist anymore. Everybody's so sensitive. Like, oh, this person's a racist. So what? Who cares? And then you realize that it's clown world 2.0. So it isn't like someone, when, when people say someone is racist, you can almost assume that they're not racist. That's how fucked up our society has gotten to where even white people will tell you, oh, don't deal with them. They're the racist. You black people shouldn't deal with them. They're racist. But they'll categorize you in a heartbeat and teach you how to think and teach you who to vote for. And, and pretty much tell you that you don't you're not independent enough to think for yourself. What the get the fuck out of here. I'll slap one of these liberals in the face. I'm sick of it. Fucking people, man. Leftoids. Robots. And I get it. Like conservatives aren't necessarily the greatest bunch of people either, because I realize the extreme of either side is pretty much looked at as bad, right? We can all agree, right? The problem is every person that I've, that of some people, a couple other people you can point out and go, okay, this guy's really a fucking idiot or this person's a real lunatic. Like, when they try to point out sort of like the NRA, like, look at these guys. They want to carry rifles and have rifles and sh Like, who gives a fuck? I want a rifle, too. I want an M16. I want an AR-15 because all the rappers and shit talk about it. Okay? I want those things. I want to collect guns. What's wrong with that? Next person. Oh, man, this guy's a lunatic. This guy wants to do this, do that. You people are so sensitive, it's sickening, it's sad. And it just, like I said, it bleeds on the comedy. It bleeds, like, whatever these fucking people want to believe, they kind of, like, indoctrinate their kids. So now you got to go along with it. You had all these wicked-ass mothers who claimed that their son wanted to be a girl, but then there's 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 uh, video evidence of them pretty much programming them. Here, play with this doll. No, I want to play with the action figure. Play with the doll. You know, shit like that. Bitches are crazy, dude. You know it, I know it. And it, it gets, it, 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 and when it hits the kids, that's when it's over, right? It, that's game over. Now the society that's going to come up is going to be even weaker than the society that's currently today. It's currently happening, currently going on, currently getting older. What, Generation Z? What's after that? I think there was like Generation Alpha or some shit. Maybe I'm high, but I think there was like a Generation Alpha. I think that's after Z or something like that or whatever. It's fucked up. But yeah, mentioned in the schools, well, you got you got blatant corruption going on on a presidential level, right? Blatant corruption. You got a witch hunt going on with the former president. You got um, this this situation that's going on. Well, um, this Pride Month that's going on. You got the kids in middle school rejecting it, wearing red, white, and blue instead of the rainbow colors. Tearing down, tearing down signs. 
taking off stickers of this shit. God bless him for that. And the kids, they, when they speak out, that's that's when we, as adults, should be listening. They're trying to indoctrinate the children and get them on board with all this. So by the time they're older, they're weak emotionally. You know what I mean? Damn near on anti uh, antidepressant medications. Just 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 at the bottom, and it's a victory. For some, I don't know what's wrong with these people. Why would they, why would they indoctrinate the children, but they get a kick out of it. They enjoy it. It's a victory for them. Okay. They, they enjoy that shit. Oh, they got drag queens. You know, there's, there's, there's drag queens coming into the school. Oh, wow. They got, they got pride marches. Children are there marching along with them. Um, grown ass men on their hands and knees, dog collars being walked literally by another, I would assume homosexual controlling the dog collar and dog chain and children is marching alongside with them. There's actual footage of this, by the way, sick and tired of these people. Oh, that's a conspiracy. Suck a dick. This shit ain't fucking doctored on a, on a videography type of level, bitch. Shut the fuck up. These niggas don't got technology like that. I mean, sure, you got the AI, all that, you know, retardation shit that, um, you know, putting your face on other people. Like, no, 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 no. That ain't the case. This happened. Footage. Little boys and girls running along, skipping along, marching. Homosexuals with their flags, waving it left and right making out with one another, grabbing each other by the ass in front of the kids. And it's just all, people just excuse it. Like, oh, it is what it is. Y'all a bunch of wicked, despicable, disgusting, disenfranchised lunatics. Okay? Somebody got to say it. And I'm not hateful about it. I just look at y'all as scum. That's all. And for y'all to try to normalize it around children, like, that's just... What what do these people expect to happen? Was it was it supposed to be I don't know, like was it was it supposed to be like a a joke or were they really expecting people to just accept it and be in open arms? Like sure, I'll take my five, six year old to a drag show. Oh sure, I'll allow the drag queens to come to the schools and read um, you know, nap time stories to us and when 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 was that line that where was where was the line or was there even a line they just decided fuck it we're gonna do this shit because we want to do it and with how they thought about it hey these people ain't gonna say nothing about it we'll get them canceled now that now these people these sensitive failures they have the power button to what you do because all they got to do is complain and say, oh, I didn't like the way he said something or I didn't like that comment he said. And these people are after you. Spineless failures. This is how I feel about most of authority anyway. Most of these fucking cops, if you ask me. Superiority complex. They need that position because without that position, they don't have a fucking life. 
They're nothing outside of, and I'm not saying all cops, but there's a lot of cops that are just like that. Real arrogant, slimy pieces of shit, right? And they all have that, like, tyrant, real, like, very, very tyrant, authoritarian to the max approach when it comes to shit. And without that badge, without that position, without that illusion of power that he has, he's a fucking joke. He's a failure. He was probably bullied in school, probably a wimp, jabroni. They probably stuffed him in a locker or something. I don't know. I'm being creative at this point. But these are the people you do not want to see in power. Because once power hits them, they are instantly corrupted. It's not one of those things where like it's a slow process where it like slowly contaminates a person's spirit and it's like all about ego. No, it's instant ego. Because they were craving that the entire time that they were being stuffed in lockers and being treated like the piece of shits that they, they truly are in reality. But it is what it is. Y'all know what it is, man. I'm about to get ready to wrap this episode up. Quick episode, straight to the point. They're corrupting the kids, right? They're corrupting the kids. What are we going to do about it? The kids are speaking up about it. The kids had enough of it. We're talking middle school. We're talking to Boston, Massachusetts. We're talking about that, that middle school where they protest the Pride Month assembly or whatever the fuck they had that day. They said our pronouns is USA, and I agree with that 100%. The young, the young men and women, young men and young girls there, they're not, they're not fucking signing up for this bullshit. And they're young, man. They had to have been taught right. They had to have been raised right. But what do they get for it? They get penalized. They get treated like young radicals. They'll say, like, oh, man, these these young radicals are coming up and they're protesting pride. Yeah, they're not agreeing with it. What a shocker. A group who are at an age, <laughs> who are at an age literally of rebellion, right? Like a teen saying that, no, we're not going to comply to this. We don't agree with this and we're going to do what we want to do. What a shocker. They disagree. And that's going to and that's going to happen more and more. And the more it happens, the more hope. The, the more hope it represents for the country to where, if anything, the youth can wake up. The youth can understand what the fuck is going on. Some of these old people can't tell them shit. You know what I mean? You definitely can't teach a dog any any new tricks. They're stuck in the past. You know, let them live their uh, Al Bundy, have their Al Bundy moments from when they were in high school and when things were different for them and all that old-time bullshit. We living in the present. No time for the past and no much thought in the future. It's living in the moment and doing the best you can with what you currently have. And with that being said, as I always say, 
in the meantime and in between time and definitely until next time, which I'm going to be doing something later on, I'm going to have that shared on this day as well and enjoy my three-day weekend. I'm thinking of doing something maybe in the morning tomorrow and maybe at night tomorrow or maybe just one time in the afternoon. But Jersey Judah, the Crimson Capsule Chapel, signing out. Peace.